0: Y'all ever meet that person and know that person that's just, uh, they got these ideas, right? And you listen to their ideas, and you're like, yo, that's that's going to be amazing, man. Or, you know, a bruh, or homie, girl, whatever, you. I don't know, whatever, right? But you listen to their ideas, and every time you talk to them, they come to you with a new idea. And you look at them and be like, but you didn't do shit about the last idea you had. Why you why are you telling me about this? What happened to the last thing? We gonna talk about that today. That's that's what's on my mind today. Um, if you're offended, I'm sorry. But I'm gonna be honest about this. We gotta talk about actually putting in the work behind the idea you have. Because it's gold. I mean, because it's good. Like, I wanna see you succeed. So welcome back to another episode. Uh, This is a call to action kind of episode. You know what I'm saying? Um, Not just people that I know. So some of this is about people I know. Sorry if y'all listening. It's not to be offensive. It's it's a call to action. Like I see a lot of my friends, family members, coworkers, people I, uh, you know, associate with. They have these great ideas. And I want y'all to move on it. Stop telling me. I'm a firm believer in walk the walk, and then when people have seen what you've done, then say, yeah, so I had this idea back then. But I hear a lot of people telling me, telling people, putting out what they're going to do in the future. And I'm fine with that because there are a certain percentage of people that they say, hey, in two years, I'm going to do da-da-da-da-da. And I say, all right, cool. And in two years, they do it. And I'll be looking at them like, that's the kind of person I wanna be around right there. I wanna be around the kind of person that you gonna tell me what you gonna do and then do it. Yeah, you hit some snags. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, you might have taken a little bit longer, but you did it. Some people do it at their mark. Other people do it a little bit earlier. Some people do it a little bit later. The one thing that those people have in common is that they're doing it though. Now, let's talk about the other percentage of people that talk about what they're gonna do and don't do a damn thing. You irritate my soul. And let me explain why. You irritate me because you spend your time talking about what you're going to do, which is also my time. Spare me the time of you telling me what you're going to do. Every month it's a new, oh, I got this and I got this and I'm going to do this and I'm. you've been saying that for years. You ain't done it yet. And some people, believe it or not, they will ask you to help support them on their journey and you do it and you get nothing in return. Listen, you give me like that one damn time. If I choose to support you in anything, you don't do it for me. Do it for yourself, right? Come up, be successful for yourself. But you better realize if you asking for an investor, investors (laughs) and you not putting nothing back out there, that ain't investing. That was a handout. You was asking for handouts. handout. So let's clear that up right now. Cause I got some of y'all that I know, some friends. Hey man, so I got this business I'm trying to run. Yeah, I'm calling you out, shut up. And I'm trying to do this, this and this and this, man. I just need a, I need, you know, I need an investor. Okay, so you know an investor is going to receive some kind of return upon their money. Unless they contractually say, I'm investing in you and I don't want anything back. I am not one of those people. If I invest in you, that's an investment. Return something. Small portion. Hey,
1: here's, here's
0: a small portion of the money you gave me back. There's something coming back, right? Some people be like, I want you to invest in me. They take your money. They fail at the business, which is nothing wrong at failing at a business. Nothing. I want to say that right now. But they fail and then look at you and be like, all right, so now I'm going to be making these hot pants and I'm trying to put them on Facebook. You want to invest in this too? No, I do not want to throw my money away. This is not what this is. All right? So now y'all understand where I come from. Let's, let's talk about what it takes to get to that point. Um, I recently put up a picture on Facebook, and a lot of people were asking me about my that what I had hanging up in my car. It says manifest that shit. I believe in it. And now before y'all start talking about energy, universe, all kind of stuff, no, I, I firmly believe in God. And I also believe that you manifest stuff, when you ask for it, you have to put the work in behind that. And that's one of the things I'm like, ugh. I see a lot of people say, you know, next year, I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. And you'd be like, all right, yeah. But the whole year leading up to next year, what have you done? I'm be honest. You ain't done nothing. You sat here and you drew pictures and you talked about it and you talked up a good game about what you're going to do. And you did Nothing. You didn't go research EINs. You didn't research local tax laws or how you had to get things started. Nothing. You did nothing. And that's why we're in year three and you're still not doing nothing. Four or five or six. Some people even longer. Like I told you earlier, it doesn't matter how long it takes for you to get it done, but get it done. And you will never get it done not starting. You're talking about the dream, and that's cool. You know, for a certain period of time, you can talk to everybody about your dream. Then after a while, people can get tired of hearing about that because they want to see you do it. I mean, granted, there's a small portion of people that don't want to see you do it. You know, everybody got some haters, so y'all say. But for the larger portion of people in your life, we want to see you do what you've been talking about. We want to see you be successful at achieving your own dreams. I mean, that's that's success, is it not success isn't always measured in how much money you got or, you know, your clothes you got. I mean, maybe it is for some people, but if that's your measurement of success, man, get there. If you if you think you're successful because you own every pair of Jordans, I ain't judging you. Get there, though. How are you going to do it? You Got to have a good job. Got to have some money. Got to have some kind of income that's able to take care of that. Get there. I'm not judging you for what your goals are, man. Just get there. Like I said, this is a call to action because I know a lot of y'all have goals and some of y'all are saying, well, I got to wait until there's no such thing as the perfect time. It's now or never. I'm going to start now. You can't say you're going to start in three months because life may change for you in three months. Prime example. How many of y'all say, I'm going to start the gym the first of the year, Right. You start going to the gym and working out. But normally at the first of the year, the weather's a little cold. People catch colds. Next thing you know, you sick. Y'all, Yo, I promise you. I don't know if you can hear it right now. I've been sick for the last, I don't know, three weeks. Not COVID, anything like that, but a congestion, a little bit of I had strep throat. And then, you know, I've not been in the gym in three weeks. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Every time you think, oh, yeah, I'm gonna do it at this time, something may pop up that prevents you from doing so. So do it while you have the time. If you're sitting down talking about it now, go do it. Y'all got big dreams and I'm happy for y'all. I really am. I want to say that right now. I'm actually happy for a lot of people doing a lot of things. But man, let's let's talk about this, that you play an active role. In taking your dreams Out of your mind, putting them down on paper or putting your feet down on the concrete and and moving towards those dreams. Your mind is the first thing. For those of you that I I know and specifically, I'm kind of talking about you, but not really, because it seems to be something that affects everybody. The number one cause of people not being able to manifest what they want to happen is self-doubt. And it's crazy because I know people that will say, oh, man, go out there. You got to manifest it. You got to believe in it. You got to ask God for it. You got to pray for it. I'm all for everything you just said. Now I'm gonna ask you, if you asking God and you manifesting and you whatever your faith is, you know, and you you going out there praying, you making sacrifices for it. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're putting things up on your altar at home, whatever it is that you do to let it be known what you want. Why are you self-doubting? If you ask God for it, why you doubt it's going to happen? Now you're saying you doubt God. All right, prime example, you don't believe in God, that's cool. I'm not saying you have to. You have some connection with the universe and you say, OK, I have to be intentional about what I want, right? So if you're intentional and say, I want to be a business owner by the end of this year, you still got to work. But why are you doubting yourself? Why would you make a goal that you doubt you could do? So either you lied to yourself in the beginning and you just don't want to do it, period. It's crazy and it's it's <laughs> it's conflicting. It really is. I can't find a better word for it. But I promise you, I, I see people who make these big goals. And you're like, whoa. Those are lofty goals. And this person was like, yeah, they are. But you know what? I'm going to break them down little by little and I'm going to make sub goals for my big goals. And I'm like, OK, yeah, the best way to eat an elephant little by little, little bit at a time. I'm good with you on doing. You got big goals, break them down in little goals. But why are you saying I don't even know if I'm going to be able to hit that? Then why are you trying? This was your goal, you said. Why, why are you even doing it if you're going to have that kind of attitude, that negative I don't know. The defeatist kind of attitude before you even start. Like, come on, man. Don't do it. I just I can't even get past. Don't do it. But let's just be honest. You need to be clear on what you want most. Right. Make it specific. Figure out what you want. After you figure out what you want and you make that specific. Break it down. What is it going to take? What's it going to take for me to get from step A? How many steps is it? First of all, is it one, two, 200? Is it A through Z? Let's figure out how we get from paper or in your mind to step one or step A. And in the process, I think a lot of people get to forget this. Sometimes we're so focused on getting from, you know, in my mind to in actuality. There's a lot that goes into that, no matter what you do. Right. And I'm not saying it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. However, I am saying this. Appreciate what goes on between 1 and 200 or A and Z. Appreciate going through the steps and the experience of bringing to life what it is that you desire. I mean, a little small personal story. And it's not even that, it it is big, so I'm not trying to say that, but it's not. I like cars. I like technology. It can be as something small as me going to the store and picking up a new iPhone, going to the store, picking up a new Samsung phone. I enjoy the experience. Hell, don't don't even get me started on going to get a car. I'll draw that experience out. (laughs) I enjoy going there, knowing that I'm going to get the car that I want. I'm going to look around. I'm going to compare. I'm not going to go there the first day and buy a car. I'll go look at it. I'll touch it. Like, oh, this is a nice car. I kind of like this. And I go home and watch YouTube videos. And I compare. All right, so what what are the other cars in this class? What are the other phones in this class? What are they offering that this one isn't? I, I really like this one, but so what are the other ones offering? That whole process in between of scoping, looking. Shopping around, buying, you know, walking out, signing papers, all that stuff is the process, right? And I'm using car buying and phone, all kind of other stuff is a process. But if you're following your dreams, man, expect that it's going to be a process. Take a moment every now and then and realize that, hey, man, I'm on step C right now. Man, I can, I can remember when I was on A. Now, I don't say dwell because this is another thing that happens. Some of y'all get to step C and you look back and man, I can't remember I used to be back there and you don't move anymore. Or some of y'all move so little and then want cookies and compliments and cupcakes for you getting 10 percent of the way done. I am not going to lie to you. People will tell you um, celebrate the small milestones. I believe that to a certain extent, but not at 10 percent. Some of y'all celebrate a 10% like a touchdown dance, like you scored and the game is over. It's not. You gained 10 yards out of 100. Yeah, you might throw your hand up and do a little first down sign and be like, all right, you get back to the huddle, you do another play. The goal is to score a touchdown, not to get a first down. The first down is a small little part of getting that touchdown. Some of y'all spend your whole time celebrating that first down. You never move again. All right, that's the next thing that I just got to put out there, and the experiences and the details. But don't get caught up celebrating the little details that you experienced or the little wins. It's a little win. It's not a major victory. It's a little win. Next thing, sometimes and we talked about this with the self doubt. You you got to get out of your own way. Some of us are perfectionists. Some of us need the process to go perfect. We need all the paperwork in a brown folder stacked nice and neatly. And we expect that when we go somewhere the first time to turn some paperwork in or get something or sign a lease or do something that it's going to go accordingly every time. Don't lie to yourself. You should anticipate some kind of delay. At least anticipating a delay or a challenge in the process, you won't want to shut down when you do experience that. Have I experienced this, you know, experienced challenges and delays and me trying to reach my goals? Yes. Yes, I have. Now, I will also say on a side note, I'm the kind of person that's like, (laughs) oh, well. It's not that I don't care. I'm just not going to be sidetracked by a distraction or speed bump in the road. Hell, sometimes it's a speed table. You know, you hit them shits too fast. You might tear some things up but I don't stop and get out of my car and be like, oh my God, I tore, I tore the frame out my car. I hit that speed table and be like, ooh, ah. I slow down for a minute, kind of look behind me to make sure my muffler didn't fall off. I'm speaking hypothetically here, of course. And I keep going. Some of y'all stop, get out the car and spend the rest of your life upset because you hit a bump. The bump isn't what stopped you. You stopped yourself. Get out of your own way. It doesn't, it's not gonna be perfect. It's not always going to be what you want it to be. You're just simply finding ways to procrastinate. Ooh, oh, let me talk about procrastination for a minute. I know it sounds like I'm ranting, y'all, but I'm, I'm, I'm still on schedule and on script here. <sighs> procrastination is a terrible, terrible thing, and I am so good at it to a certain extent. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I am the best procrastinator you'll ever meet. I promise you. If I got a turn paper due, what was it? It's Thursday. It's Wednesday. No, it's Thursday. Yeah. I got a turn paper due Monday. Guess when I'm going to start that bad boy? Probably late Saturday night, early Sunday. And I guarantee you I'm going to bang out a paper that you ain't, you're just going to read it and be like, man, he put a lot of effort. I'm a person that works better with my back against the wall. Now, if I took the time, and now that I'm older, I'll take the time to plan and do things, and the, the paper still comes out great but I'm just not waiting until the last minute to do it. Some of you are the worst procrastinators. There's a difference. There's some good procrastination and there's some terrible procrastination. And then there's another group of people we'll talk about in a minute. Some of y'all procrastinate because you don't have good time management, not because you just work better with your back against the wall. You forget, and then you remember right before. And you take the time to go, excuse me, you take what little time you have left to do it, and it's trash because you're not built to have your back against the wall with a little bit of time. You're more of a planner. You just don't have good time management. Once again, that's a get out of your way thing, right? Get out of your own way and plan things out. We talked about it before. You know, plan things. It's not going to go perfect, but you got to plan things you have to make time, and you have to stick to that schedule, and you have to know where you're at in the process of progress. You got to stay focused on that, right? All right, so here we go. Still on the side note. I want to talk about other people that procrastinate, and it's kind of procrastination, but it's not. I'm going to give an example. You ever see somebody, and they're in the middle of doing something? So they've started, right? And you're like, okay. They started this, right? But they never get past that one point. And then they spend all their time at 10% telling you what 100% is going to look like. And every time you see them, they're telling you, oh, yeah, I just got to do this, and I'm going to do this. And then after I do that, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. Stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's okay when you're sitting there and you're actually making plans, and you're actually moving but, man, I know a handful of people that are still at 10 percent 10 years later. And I know you're going to say, but you just said it don't matter how long it takes. Movement. It doesn't matter how long it takes when you're actually moving. But when you sit and still at the same percentage. Prim- Let's just be real. Let's say I'm making. I don't know, some clothes. And I'm sewing this shit, right? And I put it on display for y'all to see where I'm at right now. But then I never, ever, 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 ever finish sewing it. But I keep telling you what it's going to look like. Man, people going to want to close after a while. They're going to be like, yo, you going to finish this or what? I'm trying to see, homie. I'm trying to support you. I don't know. Maybe that's not a good example. I like cars, so I'm going to go back to cars. So I'm going to stage this Camaro. I'm going to add all this extra stuff to it, right? Engine upgrades, air intakes, exhaust change out, headers, boom, all this stuff. And I keep telling y'all one day this car going to be at 900 horsepower. And you'd be like, dang, man, I can't wait to see that. But I keep telling you what I'm going to do. And the car ain't never at 900 horsepower. You done seen this car for 10 years now. Car on its way out. You know what I'm saying? is Why haven't you done it? Why haven't you moved? I see you put those rims on it, but what about the rest? That is procrastination along with self-doubt. And it makes a much more complicated situation. Those people, people like that, they get stuck in this rut because they're too afraid to actually finish the project. They're afraid to finish the project because when you're when they're telling you what it is that they're going to do, everyone is enamored with that idea. But when they actually physically have to do it, for some, it might be a fear that maybe it's not going to come out as good as I thought. And it was better in my mind and better in the imaginations of the people I talked to about how good it was going to be than what's actually in front of them. So they don't ever move from that point. If that's you. If you're one of those people, you got to believe in yourself. Next thing you could do is stop hyping it up so much. Stop the talking and get the walking. Don't tell people what you're doing. Just do it. And when they see it, let them see what you've done and judge that. Not how you can do it. Some of us are great talkers. I'm one of them. I could talk my way in and out of just about anything. I could sell you some Frozen water right now in Antarctica. Now, here's the problem. Sometimes it's a gift and other times it's a very, 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 very bad thing. Because I'll talk something up so good and it will never be as good as I talk it up to be. Because in your mind, you're picturing what you want, not what I actually know it to be or what it is. Stop doing it. That energy used talking it up, go walk it up, mark it up, draw it up, cut it up, put the parts in the car, finish those pants, sign those last papers for the, you know, whatever the building you need. It's crazy. Stand in our own way a fear of failure that stops us from actually going through the motions. You're so afraid that you're going to fail that you refuse to finish anything you started. Because you can always go around and tell people, I'm still working on it. I'm 80% done. I'm still working on it. I'm I'm 60% done. I'm still working on it. I'm I'm 20% done. And then years later, when they come and check on you, you can say for that person that's 80, oh, I'm at 85 For a person that's at 60, oh, I'm at 75%. You know, it's taking a while. I want to make sure it's really good. For the person that's at 10, 20%, oh, it's at 50%. But you know, quality is everything to me. You're lying. You just don't want to move. Because maybe you're afraid that people are going to expect more out of you. And you don't know what to do after this. That's just me. Talking to a few people, looking at a few things. Got some friends that have been doing something for years and years and years and years. And I'm like, why didn't you finish yet? What the hell takes you so long to finish this? All right, so there's my side rant on that. Be open to what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen if you're doing what you should be doing. Maybe you won't have what you want in the end, but you'll have something that works. Prime example, I got a homie that was buying a business. He wanted this one space. And he set his mind on that one space. The space was unavailable because someone else paid more cash for it. It's not his fault at all. I mean, they're doing that with houses right now, right? Somebody come in and swoop the house that you want because they paid all cash. You didn't do anything wrong. But what else did you have in mind? Maybe. You can get that business down the street. Maybe you can get that house, the other house that you saw that you like, but, you know, this one was talking to you. So you really wanted it and someone else swooped it. All right, go back. Some people are so afraid to take another option because they only plan for the one thing. You have to have a plan for multiple things. Here's my A, B and C. A is my ultimate goal. B is. Meh. If my ultimate goal doesn't fall through, my, my plan B is I'm going to take that and I'm going to work with that. And my plan C is if A and B don't work, I know I can still get to where I need to with plan C. Some of y'all be like, I got plan A. And when A don't work, what happened? You shut down. You turn all the way off. Why? You can still do everything you wanted to do on plan B. That's why we got all them letters. B, C, D. Figure it out. You can't let one, like we talked about earlier, one speed bump stop you and then you look around and tell everybody else, it wasn't my fault. No, you didn't have a plan B. That was your fault. Once again, it it goes back into that, you know, the negative feelings you have, the self-doubt. You got to check that too. You have no room for negative feelings and self-doubt for the most part. You know, if you feel that something ain't going to work, man, trust your instinct. But if you're going to say, I'm going to go on this journey, your instinct should not be telling you you can't do it and you should have started it already. I mean, if you started it and you know you couldn't couldn't have done it, it's a different story. But if you're starting and saying, ah, I don't know, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I can do that, cut it. Watch everything as it's happening. Happen. We talked about enjoying the moment, enjoying the experiences. While you're enjoying those experiences, you got to keep your head on the swivel. You should know, okay, okay, I see what's about to happen. (laughs) I see what's going on right here. So if I do this, this is going to happen. And this may force me to go left or right, you know, a fork in the road. You got to know, you got to be prepared for what may happen. We talked about it earlier. Watch it unfold. And then figure it out from there. That's it. We talked about the whole process of manifesting. Go after it. The last part. Go after it. You watch it unfold. You're moving from there. Keep going. There is a finish line. Some people will say, well, it's one big journey. No, it's not. The one big journey is a big journey. But these are little goals. These are goals along the way. Some of them have sub-goals. Some of them are little goals with even tinier goals to help you get to that goal. And then you can meet the big goal. There is a finish line for something. If you have something that doesn't have a finish line, you need to look at that again. There's a finish line. You probably just haven't really clarified where it is or what it is before you move on to the next part of your longer journey. Yes, life is a marathon. However, there's mile markers on that shit. <laughs> It's one mile, two miles, three miles. Those are little markers to help you go along the way. If you forget how long you've been running and how far you've been running, you're going to feel like it's pointless. And I can understand that feeling because sometimes we just run and we run and we run as far as life goes. And we forget how far we've come and how far we've, forgetting that, how far we've come, we tend to think we didn't move at all. And that's a terrible feeling to have. You'd be like, What have I been doing all this for? Oh, no, 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 no. Let's go back. 10 miles back that way. 10 miles? Yeah. I ran 10 miles? Yeah, you did. You start feeling good about yourself. You can't help but feel good about yourself when you've looked back on what you've done and realized, yeah, my legs are sore and my feet hurt, but I did 10 miles. I'm already 10 miles into however far I got to go. You got to turn those negative feelings into positive emotions, positive attitude, positive aspirations about what you're doing. When you were at one mile, you weren't at ten. You weren't at ten when you was at two. You weren't at one when you was at two. You had already done double of what you started doing. Look at it that way. I'm not a life coach, and I'm not going to pretend to be a life coach. But I got common sense. We're not going to do anything self-destructive. Why? (laughs) You're trying at something and people are telling you, "Ooh, that's tough. You may not want to do that. All right. It's okay to listen to people sometimes and maybe take into consideration what they're saying. But if you still feel strongly about it, go do it. Business wise, businesses fail all the time. Every year, the majority of small businesses fail within the first three years. You are not the first person to fail and you won't be the last. You're not going to be in the hall of fame of failures because you bought a building and started a business and it didn't work. You're joining a lot of small business owners who do that. And a lot of them come back with another business and do just fine. What did you learn from that failure? Did you learn about buying the right location? So there's good foot traffic around your area. You can have the best blueberry muffins in all the town. But if nobody know where your building is because nobody goes over there. Foot traffic killed you. No customers, no income, no income. Can't pay your bills. Can't pay your bills. You ain't lasting long. Take that lesson. You go to your new place. Your new place is. In a heavy foot track, tri- uh, traffic area, excuse me. And now you're doing good. Because people are seeing you. But you weren't seeing you back in the cut. Take those L's. Not losses, but lessons. There you go. That's pretty much it, y'all. Um, like I said, I'm not a life coach. I'm not going to pretend to be or profess to be a life coach People ask me about the manifest, that shit. That's the part of it. That is the part of manifest. I'm going to talk about what I want and then I'm going to work for it. Two part manifest, work towards, achieve. Look at what you did and say, ah, I did that. And then keep going to something else. Find you another thing to manifest and then work towards and then achieve. And you keep doing it and you keep doing it. Don't worry about how many times you missed. I think some of the greatest athletes of all time. You'll see their stats and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, they scored a lot of points. They hit a lot of shots. They made a lot of free throws. You know what we don't calculate when they meet those records? Prime example, LeBron broke uh, Kareem's all-time points record. All-time points record. Do you know there are people out there that talk about, but look how many shots he had to take. It doesn't matter. The record's been broken. He's wearing the scoring crown right now for the NBA. I don't care if he had to take six million shots more than him. I mean, that would be bad statistically. But at the end of the day, if that's what he was wanting to do was break that record, which I don't know who wouldn't want to get in the NBA and score points. That's what makes you a good basketball player. He did it, and not on a bad percentage either, but he did it. He's not counting how many shots he missed to make it. (laughs) He reached his goal, and he kept going, and he kept shooting, and he kept taking the shots despite what people said. I'm not a huge LeBron fan. I'm really not. I like him. I like what he does, but I think that is the most monumental thing I took from that, Yeah, he took some threes, and Kareem didn't take a lot of threes. Who cares? He still reached a milestone that maybe he set for himself. Don't know. Would love to ask him that question. Hey, did you set that? Yeah, I knew when I was a kid I wanted to be the scoring leader in the NBA. Good shit. Because you did it. And we've had other great basketball players that haven't come close to that. I don't care who you consider to be the GOAT, whether LeBron, Kobe, you know, Wilt, Kareem, whoever. Kareem was at the top of that. Kobe wasn't that close. LeBron wasn't, I mean, uh, uh, Jordan wasn't that close. I'm not saying LeBron's a GOAT. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying he did something. He followed through on something. He made, he manifested being the king, and he got it. Even if you don't like him. Kinda gotta call him the king now When he's got the most points In the entire history of the NBA No one not even close actively Alright I know it's sports talk I didn't mean to go into that But it's in my blood So I gotta talk about it However man I wanna see you guys succeed Alright I don't wanna see y'all talk about What you are gonna do What your business gonna look like What the logo gonna look like Don't tell me none of that Don't ask for no money Unless you're actually making moves. This ain't just for me. This is for other people, too. Stop asking your Auntie Bessie and them for money until you figure out exactly what you're going to do and what your plan is. Matter of fact, don't talk to nobody unless you got a business plan. There's a couple steps you should be at before you get a business plan, too. But that business plan is like 30, 40% of the way into it. There's other things you got to work through first. Then you figure out your plan, figure out how you're going to do it, how you're going to achieve it, where be the best place to do it at. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a business coach. I'm just telling you from people talking to me. Don't nobody want to hear or keep seeing, oh, I know they're going to kill me for this. Lotus Star Show. I said it's another one of on my podcasts. Stop doing that damn vision board and you ain't doing nothing behind it. Every year you do a vision board, and then every year you do nothing on the vision board. I know. Y'all are like, Lord Jesus, he keep talking about this. This, this is what I'm seeing behind it. I'm seeing a lot of people who want to open businesses and be, you know, uh, thousandaires, millionaires, whatever. I ain't judging you, but God damn it, y'all got to do some work. Stop just thinking it's going to be handed to you. I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to manifest $2 million in my hand And then you open your eyes and there's nothing in your hand. And then you'd be like, well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Of course not. You did nothing. Lazy bastard, do something. Even if you fail, you did something. You attempted. And you possibly learned that that wasn't the way that it was going to get done. That in itself is a lot more than sitting there. I was about to say something, but I pissed some people off. Oh, I'm going to say it anyway. Y'all remember them commercials that used to come on TV? I I can't remember it. Oh, my God. My wife will tell me all about it. It was a guy on TV. I can't remember his name. And he used to say, if you want a miracle, all you got to do is send me $39.99. And people would send him that money, and he sent him that little miracle water and a cloth or whatever it was. Y'all realize something though, right? Even though that was complete hogwash, (laughs) y'all did more action on that than you do for yourself. Because you sent, you put that check in the mail, you went and got a postage stamp, you wrote that name on there, and you said, "I'm I'm gonna get this miracle. And you put that envelope in the mail. That envelope got there, you got your stuff back. Now, this is not meant to be funny at all when I say that. Do you see the amount of work you put into that? Why you can't do that for yourself? Put that faith, put that belief, put that manifestation and that financial support, that work it took to go to the post office and get that stamp, that the walking you had to do. Put that in you. Peter Popper or whatever his name is. I can't remember that guy. Dang, I wish she was here right now. She could tell me what it was. Do that for you. Don't tell nobody what you're doing no more. Unless you need some help. You ask specifically for the help that you need. But you should know that, though. I know y'all not going to agree with this episode. And if you don't. KMBA, because this is the will Be Candid podcast, not yours. But I'm going to tell you what. Don't ask about manifestation. Don't ask about being intentional. and And please. Don't pray for nothing you ain't ready to work for All that together Some of y'all pray for something and you get it And don't even know what to do with it Because you're not willing to work for it You got elevated and can't stand (laughs) You got elevated and you want to complain about the work it takes To be better than what you were yesterday I'm done That's my rant This is the less Talk episode. This is just what was on my mind. Nothing particularly today. It's just been over the last couple of months. People talk about manifestation and working hard to achieve things and praying. No, they didn't say working hard. They want to manifest and they want to pray. And they they want God to give them this and God to give them that. That's fine. I'm cool with that. That is you. You want the universe to deliver something to you. What you going to do, though? Gotta take some kind of action, that's all I'm saying.